I'm Brian. And I'm Dave. And this is Preview with a Prior. The show where we speculate about the upcoming episode of Better Call Saul. Often. Incorrectly. Dave, how are you doing this evening? I am tired. You are tired? Yeah, you and the uh, you and the wife had a very outdoorsy date. Yes, uh, myself and the girlfriend. Let's not go there yet. Uh, Sorry, the girlfriend. <laughs> when you're like old and married, you just assume anybody that's a couple are married. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's just what happened. It's it's an LTR for sure, mm-hmm. but uh, a yeah. couple of days were the hiking and basically trying to out eat each other. Mm, nice, which is funny because I'm I'm pushing 300 pounds and she's pushing 120. I was and... gonna say, yeah, your girlfriend weighs like all of like 98 <laughs> pounds. Well, she's a very strict eater most of the time, mm-hmm. and so when she lets it loose, she really lets it loose. Basically, gotcha. Okay. And uh, we high five over empty plates. It's fantastic. Awesome. That's great, man. Well, good. <laughs> At least you guys have uh, have something in common, <laughs> I guess. So, And ironically, uh, we went to the Starved Rock, which is a state park, and uh, didn't make me that hungry. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. That would have been funnier if we didn't already joke about that before we started recording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So we didn't do listener correspondence last week because we got super busy, got super bogged down, and we were about a day late on the show. And a buck short. Yeah, that happens. What are you going to do, right? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? But uh, Dave's going to lead us through some um, some listener correspondence, some iTunes reviews, some Twitters and such. Then we're going to talk about episode 408. So Dave, uh, go ahead and insert the jingle here. Listener correspondence. I know. I, I was like singing it in my head and dancing. All right. <laughs> Here we so, go. Uh, so you're making so, me talk a lot this episode. Y- yes, I, I, uh, I'm kind of heavily involved in a work project right now. And mm. like I was uh, saying off air, I kind of had a breakthrough. So I didn't have a lot of time to prepare. And uh, I know you didn't either because you were on a date, but you brought it up first. So you get to do it. So all right, Dave, hit me. <laughs> well, do you want to start with Twitter <laughs> or iTunes reviews? Uh, let's go with Twitter. We can go with Twitter. Twitter correspondence. Okay. Which you can hit us up at, at ISGM podcast on the old Twitter box. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is right. Yes. Okay, sir. How far back do we go? Let's see here. Danny Goodman yeah. says Gus is much better at forecasting than you guys that Hector mm-hmm. will wake up. So hire him for WAP. Done. Done. Okay. Done. We can never get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Let, let's tweet. get a re, let's get a return message first, and then we'll talk about <laughs> co-hosting the show with us. <laughs> uh, exactly. ISGM tweeted running a bit behind this. Oh, and and for uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Q- Kumaran, I mm-hmm. just butchered the name. Oh, that was no preview prior for four hundred seven. I'm waiting to listen to it before watching the episode. To which I responded, "Stop waiting on us. We're not worth it." That's true. That's also true. We are not worth it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just got a little busy, guys. Although it always amazes me that uh, people care that we don't do preview with a prior. I know. We used to is, think that we were doing it just like literally just for ourselves, but people actually see. I guess once we started well, reading the course. No, remember, remember Donnie the Genius way back when had the idea for preview with a prior. Mm. And we, we pretty much started it because thinking That's that right. he'd, 
He'd appreciate it. I don't even know if he listens to the show anymore. So Donnie or Danny, if you're out there, uh, please feel free to check in. So, but then again, I'm always amazed when people listen to the podcast in general to begin. <laughs> yeah, with. right. Exactly. Right. Because well, once again, we're not professionals. We're just two guys having fun. And um, right. I'm not even really sure we do this whole podcasting thing correctly. Yeah, uh, I, I think so, we're getting there. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, know, it's a, it's a work. It's a whip. Years, right? It's a yeah. whip. Work, work in progress. In, oh, work in <laughs> progress. Okay. W-I-P. Uh, W-I-P. Mm, yep. So sorry we missed a preview with the prior, but we do appreciate you uh, caring, which yeah. is super cool. And, 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 and in kind, we're trying to make up for it right now by doing a lot of Dave talking. Yeah, exactly. Give them what they want. Right. Yeah. Speaking of which, Jen yeah. Kirkman's sense of humor, mm-hmm. who explained the Twitter handle, but I'm not going to get into all that. It's just still a hilarious idea for a Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. What if Kim was still with Jimmy throughout the entirety of the Breaking Bad timeline? We talked about that over the weekend at band practice. Yes, we did. I and, was uh, probably more excited about it than you. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you kind of really like that idea. I think that's kind of cheese dick. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I'm not like. Don't get me wrong. It'd be cool. Okay, so here's my thing about that. As I sit here and think about it, so I hope let's let's say for a second that's true, and Kim has stood by Jimmy all these years and all through the Better Call Saul stuff, right? Or just not even necessarily stood by, just be there in his life in some facet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm stuck on the relationship thing. I, I guess if that were true and they wanted to keep her alive through the main timeline, I hope. Or not even I, necessarily I, alive. I think the whole dying thing is a joke, but continue. Right. Okay. So I, I hope that if that were true and her presence extends into the whole Breaking Bad timeline, then I hope it isn't something that fundamentally alters the meaning or direction of any of the scenes yeah i don't think they would do that i really don't i think it would just they would let it it, breaking bad had played out the way it was it's just that when saul wasn't on camera or dealing with walter or gus or whoever or mike she was around she she was was still just around she just she doesn't leave this show yeah she was like a confidant or a consigliere or something like that okay maybe even a frenemy or a straight-up enemy you know maybe they are on bad terms but she's still around Perhaps. See, that that's the thing. It's like a lot of times when shows do something similar, it, it's uh, it's like ham-fisted in there, and it'll end up changing the interpretation yeah. of a scene. You know, right? I don't. I don't. I trust them not to do that. Okay. I really do. All right. That's my only thoughts on that. Yeah. Well, you're entitled to your thoughts, and uh, mm-hmm. maybe they'll fuck it up and make a cheese dick, and then I'll hate it. <laughs> i doubt i i doubt they will i i feel like last episode people thought we were kind of dour uh with the whole like gus looking at hector thing but yeah. um but we're not we're just bullshitting we're idiots all right yep, continue. exactly when we said or you you run the isgm podcast uh, handle i do running a bit behind this week ellipsis cooters garage mm-hmm. responded swinging sandwiches at cops again you're goddamn right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't prove that, I think, was uh, your response. <laughs> uh, Jen Kirkman's sense of humor also says, regarding the Super Lab, Kai is supposed to blast for an elevator. I don't remember an elevator in the Super Lab, but that doesn't mean there wasn't one. I guess I could disassemble an elevator for sure. Yeah, he does say, I do remember now. And Aaron Taylor also says, getting the Bobcat down there also bugged me, but to get it out, they would lift it on the elevator it was seen on Breaking Bad, most notably the season four finale, 
and mentioned mm-hmm. in the episode as the reason for one more blast, which we think might kill Kai. Well fucking played. All right, fine. I, I don't remember an elevator, but if uh, Aaron says it's there, it's there. We'll trust you. We'll trust you. Yeah. Especially yeah. after your awesome iTunes review that we'll get to later. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, all of America wants to play devil's advocate. Jim doesn't tell Kim his plan, so she has culpable deniability. Mm. Pretty. That's pretty standard. I'll, I'll let yeah. that slide. Yeah. Why not? I, I, I don't. Th- I, I don't think so. I think it's because he was just trying to be on the sly, and he got kind of got caught up in a situation that uh, he couldn't handle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think the whole plausible deniability is it was way second <laughs> second <laughs> second fiddle to anything else going on. But you uh, never know. Yeah, you never know. Uh Aaron Taylor also says he'll stick with his comment from last week. Killing Kai is too easy for the show. Plus he's the best mm-hmm. demolitions man, or the mm-hmm. he's the John Spartan, I guess, of the operation. So he'd like to see Mike break him so he can still work but be obedient. That'd be nice. Like, like a Mike. wild horse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. If anybody can do it in German, it would be Mike. Yeah, I I think I think actually. So thinking about it, I don't think Kai dies. I think what that was, because uh, I've thought about this a little bit, and I actually like the idea of Mike maybe like getting him in line. But okay, now now I'm kind of more of the idea that maybe that's when Mike had an epiphany or a realization that not only was Kai going to have to die, but when they were done, all of them. We're going to have to die. Kill one, kill all. Well, for the reason, for the same reasons, right? Because even if they work out their term, that's still seven or eight people going back to Germany who all know about it, who can blab about how they built this underground bunker somewhere in New Mexico in the United States, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. Right. They are, they are kind of all a liability. Yeah. So Kai being a pain in the ass, not only. I think in that moment gave Mike the idea, like, I'm going to have to kill this motherfucker. I think it was like an epiphany. It's like, holy cow, like, we're going to have to take care of all these people. And then mm. on top of that, I don't think it'll be Mike. I think Michael just kind of like often, hmm. like slyly give the implication that that's probably how it needs to be dealt with. Hmm. And then Gus will find a way to have like an accident or kill him or something. Interesting. Okay. I like it. I'll mm-hmm. allow it. Yep. Yeah. Kind of on board with that. Yep. I might find it more satisfying if he just straight shoots him in the face, but that's just me. I actually thought the first time that <laughs> I, in any other show, the first time he started acting like a dickhead, it wasn't paying attention for the beer. You know, that they would have had the bad guy shoot him in the face just to make an example. Yeah. And I remember watching that and being like, please don't shoot him because that'd be fucking lame. Please don't shoot. Him. And they didn't. So that's nice. Right. And now I'm, I'm actually kind of interested to where that go, but that would be my prediction is that, that uh, Mike not had an epiphany. In that moment when he realized that if Kai leaves, he's going to cause all sorts of shit. I think he was, his epiphany was uh, all these assholes are, are a liability. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, as far as that trope about killing the guy right away, this isn't Suicide Squad. This is a good show. <laughs> By Zing. the way, why, once again... <laughs> Once again, watch the cartoon Suicide Squad movie. It's yeah. way better than the Will Smith, whatever yeah. the fuck you and the, call the that. the sex yeah. scene is way hotter. Mm-hmm, um, totally. <laughs> the food the food orgy is way hotter. I had some huge <laughs> food orgy. I had some big problems with that, which we discussed on Nothing Important. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, moving on. Kathy K, listen to the Insider Podcast for more than you ever wanted to know about that recording of Something Stupid. Yes. So here's the deal with that. 
Because I've I've actually heard people recommend that and say that in the past. The thing about the Insider podcast is while it's recorded months ahead of time, Mm -hmm. we don't get early access to that. So our time frame usually looks like this. We record preview with a prior. Then we get the screener in the email. Uh We watch the screener. We record our episode of It Saw a Good Man. Watch the episode of Better Call Saul on TV. And then the insider podcast comes out like a couple days after that. So right. by the time the insider podcast comes out for an aired episode, uh, Dave and I are already watching the next episode. Yeah. Pretty so, much. but I do listen to it from, you know, on the way to work and such. And it, it's awesome. Cause they have, uh, the stars and the writers and the editors, and they give lots of great insights. So mm-hmm. by all means, you get, you guys, if you haven't checked out the official AMC better call Saul insider podcast, uh, please do. It, it's it's uh, yeah, really totally. well done, and it's it's pretty entertaining. Uh, but for our purposes and what we're trying to do here, uh, we we literally work about a week ahead of everybody else. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, like people that aren't involved with AMC, we're about a week ahead right. of, of everybody. So Except for maybe Bald Move. Yeah. <laughs> Except for maybe We like them. those guys. We, we talk to those guys. We like those guys, and they do a really good show as well. Yeah, totally. Totally. Kathy K also says, isn't Jamie able to practice law already? They show towards the end of the montage. His case is put in the closed cases box. Okay. That kind of confused me too. I, but I thought it was just a place to hide stuff that mm. he thought maybe people wouldn't rifle through. Wait, was it his closed cases box or was it the DA's closed cases box? I don't know. I, if, if it's the scene that I'm thinking of, I remember you, you know, during the montage where he's he's filing papers, uh-huh. and one of them was closed cases, and I thought that was odd because that was when I was going back and forth, like, oh shit, it's a time jump episode, right, right. And I thought the same thing. Well, if we're skipping that far ahead, he's got to be really close to being a lawyer again, which is why when he was in the courthouse with Huel all dressed up, I was like, oh shit, well he's gonna he's a lawyer now, but he's not. But so that made me rethink that, and I think when he's putting stuff in the closed case files, it's just. I think maybe he feels that's the safest place where he knows where it is, and it wouldn't be rifled through as much as an open case file should anything happen. Right. Maybe. You know what would make this maybe. question easier? Hmm. If the show took place in a climate with seasons? <laughs> if it, here, here in the Midwest, when it's January, there's snow on the ground. When it's July, mm-hmm. everything's green. Um, New Mexico right. has neither. So right. I, you you can't have context of like, okay, was it winter when he lost his license? And we forgot the date because we forget a lot of things. So I can't mm-hmm. remember. So it's very, very possible. So yeah, you're right. He's, it's a closed case. He's able to practice law. He just has to skirt around this issue because he is involved. So he kind of would be mm-hmm. representing himself, which would make him a fool, fool for a client. Yeah. So he uses Kim because Kim is a badass. Yeah. That's and right. has culpable deniability. Indeed. Yes, sir. All right. Joe Blow, uh, at Maz Diggle. I like it. (laughs) Uh, You really got to broaden your movie selection if you're figuring out the plot in 20 minutes. But based on your assessment of this show, I'm guessing you were speaking very hyperbolically about the movies. Tongue sticking out (laughs) emoji. Yeah. Uh, One, I do speak very hyperbolically about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Two, I, I'm just I'm just not in the movies. Like I, I'm not against them. Yeah, I'm right. I'm but far I make, more into movies than you are. All right. 
I, I just, I, I'm not against them. I mean, I, I go to movies every once in a while. They're just like not anywhere near a priority for me. And it just seems like the ones I come across, which because of my situation, so I don't seek out to see movies because it's just not something I'm into, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think when I do see movies, I see mostly, you know, shit like probably on TV or the super popcorn bubblegum formulaic bullshit. Right. 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 So it, it, yeah. let's face it. Every fucking movie that comes out in the movie theater has the same fucking plot. You can't tell me otherwise, but I can guarantee it. <laughs> Avengers, Avengers one had the same plot as Avengers two, which had the same fucking plot as probably Batman. It's all the same fucking basic bullshit. It's all well, the same beats and it's all stupid. And that's not an elitist thing but, because I don't watch artsy films either. But so, uh, devil's saying, advocate, devil's advocate here. Um, mm-hmm. Aren't comic books much the same way? Yeah. And you're a big comic book fan. Right, but I also appreciate the art and all that as well. Well, yeah, that's true. You are more into the artistic uh, aspect of yeah. ant- and, uh, graphic novels. Right, okay, Dave. Graphic novels. Okay, and comics. also, Dave, what what does 90% of my TV watching consist of? Uh, animated features, or animated shows, actually. Right, totally. I watch Simpsons, Family, all that stuff. On top of that, I also watch Teen Titans Go, and one of my favorite things is sitting here like a six-year-old watching cartoons and eating cereal with my kids on Saturday morning. <laughs> Which, I guess, you know what I mean? It's, it's, on one hand, it kind of surprises me that you, you, you don't watch the movies with the crazy CGI and how realistic it looks, but I think also the fact that they're going for realistic is what turns you off because then it's not creative yeah. and interpretive. I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I guess I'm. it's just not... A big deal to me. So, like, yeah, you're right. You know, if I if I if I watched more movies, if I watched more movies, I could probably discern better or be more surprised by more plots just by sheer numbers. It'd be mm-hmm. just like if I if I watched more sports, I would probably understand what the hell Dave's talking about half the right. fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> just watch Rubber, and you want to see a different movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do neither of those things, and uh, so yeah, you're 100 percent correct. There you yeah, go. I I, I concede the point. A quick thought while you're uh, charging your phone. And uh, one of the advantages of speaking hyperbolically, though, is you can be way off, but people think you were in the ballpark because they're used to you speaking hyperbolically. So so you can say something completely asinine, but if, it, if it's like in the general, if it's in the general thought process of whatever the topic you're discussing are, people can later be like, you know what? I think maybe that's what he was getting at. That's very that's ESPN of you. Thank you. Thank Which you. it's funny because I was ranting to my girlfriend this morning how I hate that sports announcers just get to make these wild accusations and then they're not held accountable when they're way off base and they still get paid. It's terrible. Yeah. But it's also what yeah. we do. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's called preview with a prior. I'm a hypocrite. And we're doing it right now. It's mm-hmm. called the regular show. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so that wraps up uh, Twitter, Twitter correspondence. Okay. And now we move on to iTunes reviews. Yeah, let's do it. What did we say about iTunes reviews, Brian? If we get 10 of them, we'll release a song. Well, we got 10. All right. Look at there. So I think what we should release is, uh, is, uh, let's do the threesome song. Let's do that recording of the threesome song where it's Dave singing. Oh God. Okay. If I can find it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put that on there. (laughs) No, don't worry. I have it in my email, so I can send it to you after this. I've, I've, uh, I've okay. been listening to it to prepare for the show. So Okay. Okay, so the threesome song is a funny song that Dave and I wrote like 15 years ago or something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like that. We right. actually so use it. Long we use it as the opening for Nothing Important sans lyrics. Yeah, yeah. some of the instrumental tracks is the opening to uh, yeah. to Nothing Important. 
but uh, the whole concept of the song is is funny. I think it's funny anyway. Yeah, I think and, it's funny. Uh, it's 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 kind of poppy, and plus Dave has these funny synth synth uh, horns horns. Yeah. <laughs> so so I I don't know. Will we tack it onto this, or, or will we put it on the? Uh, We're on gonna the put it. ITunes we'll put feed. it on. We'll put it on. We can either put it by itself on the iTunes feed, or we can tack it on to the next the uh, the actual episode. No, you know what? After we're done, uh, after uh, after this airs, after this gets uploaded, this preview with a prior, I will upload the song on the iTunes feed, and it'll only be the song. Okay, that's all it's going to be. So it'll be like your own little like uh, soundtrack. It's all good, man. Nice, nice. So if you um, see, you'll see something so, pop up that says threesome song, that's uh, that's what you're going to get. Yeah, totally. I like yeah. it. Do that. Cool. I can't believe yeah. you still have that because I don't. Funny story about that song, real quick. Um, when I went to audio school, because mm-hmm. I did go to audio school, uh, yeah. we were part of our tuition was a little mini home studio kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I actually made that song between the Friday I got the gear and the first Monday of class. Wow. That is literally the first thing I did as a student of audio engineering. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Pretty cool. I was messing around with the yeah. equipment. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. So moving uh, to the iTunes reviews. Mm-hmm. We are getting looks like a more healthy mix of different ratings, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, big fan. Remember, we we have too many one, too many fours. We need those threes and twos <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> and uh, some ones. So starting That's off, okay. starting off with a one mm-hmm. from Hertz Blit Kaiser Slaughter. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, dreadful yeah, okay. podcast. One star. All right. These cool. the guys who host this podcast sound like products of teen drug abuse. Uh, correction, mm-hmm. adult drug abuse. Yeah. <laughs> First off, it's not teen drug abuse because I'm not forcing any of the teens to buy drugs from me. I'm just providing a service <laughs> to them. And I don't appreciate you disparaging my customer base. Thank you very much. Well, maybe if you sold your cell phone somewhere other than underneath the overpass, uh, teens wouldn't buy. I have a permit. <laughs> okay moving on slow delivery yeah drug abuse hello uh very little insight personal sidetracking and inside jokes that aren't funny uh disagree mm-hmm. they're inside jokes because they're funny to us we don't really care if you think they're funny <laughs> right uh we right. watch the show you guys you don't need to do more than narrate each scene and read notes word for word well if you watch the show why are you listening to a podcast talk about it right and how, how many stars was this one. How many stars is this? One star. Oh, that's awesome that this guy thinks we're number one. That's great. Buddy. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> awesome. Is that all uh, this guy's got? That that was the end of that one. Ah, he could have added in something about my mother or something to like really like drive it home. Nah, it's fine. It's okay. fine. He pre- pretty much highlighted all the things that we like that. <laughs> right. No, he, he's pretty much spot on with his review. It's It's pretty observant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bravo to him. Curran fan for life. And I say life mm-hmm. because it's with a Y, L Y F E. Oh. That's how you know it's serious. That's right. For life. Uh five stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The most disorganized podcast I've ever listened to. Nice. These guys are unqualified to host a podcast on this show. I've read the iTunes terms and conditions from top to bottom, looking for a loophole. To get these bozos banned from the internet. (laughs) 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 
Scotty. I mean, forget <laughs> forget not podcasting. Get off the internet. <laughs> uh, oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> that's a good one. All right, keep going. I would never stay at the first guy's hotel, and I would never listen mm-hmm. to the other guy's band. That being said, <laughs> All right. that being said, I can't stop listening. They've got me hooked. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. We're like a bad car accident. Uh, yeah, we're like a fungus. <laughs> we just kind of we grow on you, whether you want us to or not. <laughs> uh. Banned from the that was internet. awesome. That's fantastic. That was all right. See the the people who give us like a once yeah, the guy who gives us one one star review. He needs to learn from that guy, right? <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah, There's actually gonna... some good some good zingers in there. That <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. I but, enjoy uh, a good roast. Great. Side note: My band's pretty awesome. Mine and Brian's <laughs> band is not so great, but the band I'm in right, without right. Brian because Brian's not in yeah. is far superior. make no Uh, mistake make make no mistake in um any pool of talent (laughs) i'm definitely (laughs) like i'm definitely like draining it (laughs) i just like i just like uh yeah i suck yeah but speaking of my other band uh the big land yep i'm currently mixing our album and i'll be forcing that down your throats as soon as i'm done with it Mm-hmm. How you like me now? That's right. Okay, moving on. A.R. Taylor. So I'm assuming it's Aaron Taylor. That'd be a weird mm-hmm. coincidence. One star. Right. Nice. Uh, Genius Idiots is the name mm-hmm. of the <laughs> the review. Uh, these Gidiots. guys. Gidiots, as we like, to, call I like it. to say. It's right, a portament- yeah. portamento. Mm-hmm. These guys Which have I like no- portamento beans. Yeah, yeah. They're far superior than uh, than Navy, Navy beans. Mm-hmm. Yep. These guys have no idea how to make a proper fan podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys yeah. have professional microphones for good sound quality, like they're trying to be serious or something. They made their own theme song rather than just ripping the show's theme off of YouTube. Well, the first season we did that. They get advanced screeners so they can get their podcast out in a timely fashion rather than waiting for the, like the rest of us. They interact with fans across several social media platforms on a regular basis to build some kind of fan base. They interview cast and crew from the show like some kind of big shots. They're two fellow fans who talk like you would with your friends. A good compliment to the official Better Call Saul podcast. Instead of being pseudo-professionals. Everyone knows a proper fan podcast is ill-informed with poor sound quality. I don't know what's wrong with them or who they think they are. Also, Brian, the Jeff Garland sound-alike, is quite a polar icing figure from Prop Pop 406. <laughs> cited, cited the reference. That nice. <laughs> that's a great review because um, he's calling us better than a fan podcast. Yeah, that had everything in it. That- <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're failing up. He thinks. Yeah, uh, you're, yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, we are. In fact, it's like when you, <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that, that's it's like when you stumble running up the stairs. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. What, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's cool. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> Yeah, good. Uh, good. Thank you so much. Man, our fans are so great. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's another weird thing. I almost feel weird calling people fans. Like I I, I, know, I bet you could probably listen across all of our podcasts and I've never called anybody a fan. It's it's uh, listener. Like, yeah. <laughs> our listeners or, or buddies. I always refer to it to my wife as my nerd friends. I like it. Like she's always like, "Did you get yes. any reviews from your nerd friends?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Dave always tells me because I never check. <laughs> very, 
Very appropriate. I like that. That's that's that's. I'm gonna adopt that from you. We'll go nerd friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the ones that don't like us, those are our fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, these idiots are geniuses. Five stars. By Analog Kid Two Eighty. First off, well, thanks. <laughs> first off, yeah. I would like to see every copy of Citizen Kane run over by a sled. <laughs> <laughs> also rocky horror starts off, starts off really strong in its first half with good music and then falls off like a car driving over a cliff in the rain with a flat tire great analysis okay. and a real guy approach to the bcs show the preview of the prior episodes are wonderful keep up the great work and communication yeah you hear that wife i'm wonderful he didn't say <laughs> <laughs> I made up the end communication, but that's awesome because uh, I guess, yeah, preview of the prior is pretty awesome. You're listening to it right now. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, cool. Two-star two review from Zach nice. Kaz. Mm-hmm. Uh, might as well pass on this. Yep. These fellas don't really dig into any artful discussion and just sort of spiral into entire 10-minute stretches of nitpicking information that they misinterpret from the episode. If you like that kind of thing, then okay, it's not for me. Try out the bald move guys. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. Try yeah, try out the bald move guys. They're, yeah. they're pretty great. Bald move guys, pretty nice. Yeah. And uh, secondly, what was it? Nitpicking spirals into what? Spiral into entire ten minute stretches of nitpicking information that they misinterpret from the episode. Yeah. Man, that's pretty good. That's yeah, like well written. <laughs> yeah, no, right? <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I might. Uh, Man, I'll have to remember how to do it because we set it up like four or five years ago or whenever we started doing this. But I might change the actual description of the podcast to that. That I That's pretty good. I fully, fully support that idea. That Please. was like that was actually really well written. I know. <laughs> like it had it had a good like rhythm to it. That's great. All right, cool. That description of us is far more artful than our description of anything revolving around our show. <laughs> Right, yeah, that was great. <laughs> like, you, maybe we should hire this guy as a writer. Um, right, I know. <laughs> and one last review. This is the tenth one since we asked for ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy D three thousand four stars, pretty good. Well, I think three stars is pretty good, but okay. Um, is no, that all it says? No, it's pretty no, good. It, that's oh. the title. That's the title of the. Uh, oh, gotcha. Okay. I was like, I like it. Succinct. Okay, and cool. I, right. I do I, I do love this. I actually have no clue why I listen to this, but I do listen to every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have no clue why you listen either or why we even yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but that's cool. I'm glad you're here with us. Misery loves company. So <laughs> Maybe, I kind of want to make a jingle, a uh, hyperbole alert. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whenever we speak hyperbolically. Uh, you know, here's the funny thing about this is when we first started, Dave, remember I said, what if we commit to this and then the show ends up completely sucking dick? We'll have to at least, well, we'll have to at least make it through the first season right. and waste our time doing so. But then the show became awesome. And, mm-hmm. uh, and my wife and I were talking, she's like, what if you ever got tired of this show? I'm like, oh my God, I would still have to, she's like, what if you woke up tomorrow and you just hated Better Call Saul? And my response was. <laughs> Well, there's at least one more season, so I guess I would probably just have to trudge <laughs> trudge through. I think so. We would probably just shift the tone of the show to our honest feelings about it because as much as we, we would joke become around, like a walking dead. Yeah. 
Yeah. We would become like a Walking Dead podcast because everybody seemingly hates that show nowadays. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I hear. I, I never got into Walking Dead. Um, it was that's what was, I hear. Is the it first, just went? It, it was so great and then fell so hard. Like I don't know if they yeah, jumped well, the, the shark first, or if it just got bad or it went on too long. The first season had crazy good production values and it was mm-hmm. just really, really awesomely done. And then there was like a second season where the entire season they were stuck on a farm or some shit like that i was always and told then, you have it, to get past that you got to get through season two and it starts getting good again yeah and then it got good for another couple seasons and it, it, it died off the only my only real complaint just on a side note to one of my tangents that were going on uh the only thing i really hated about the first season of walking dead is this this gritty realistic post-apocalyptic take on you know southern america and how people would handle it if suddenly people became hunted by these zombies and such right Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the group somehow makes their way to the center for disease control in Atlanta and <laughs> they meet up with this doctor. So they, and this is one thing that pisses me off about movies too. So this is why I almost stopped watching, but I, I really like the comic books was, um, so they asked the doctor like, Hey doc, essentially it goes like this. Hey doctor, what's causing all these zombies? And the doctor who's drunk, of course says Pearl or whatever her name is. Tell them about the zombies. And then there's just this like sentient computer for some fucking reason. Like the CDC really has a sentient computer that explains nothing at all about the zombies other than the fact that it happens. And it's like, he'll ask this sentient computer to complete his sentences. Like, they'll be like, so what's your plan? He's like, what's the plan, Pearl? And it'll be like, locking the doors. And that's it. Like, he doesn't respond when he could have either just said, oh, man, we better lock the fucking doors. Well, that just kind of goes back to that whole thing. Yeah, so it's it's dumb. It's dumb. It is dumb. Uh, It's dumb, but it was good. But like everything previous to that made up for it. Anyway, Walking Dead fucking blows now. So, all right, (laughs) is that the uh, is that is that the end of iTunes reviews? Uh, one more comment from Tommy D three thousand. The one dude sounds exactly like Jeff Garland from Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's funny because you've been told you sound like Jeff Garland from. Uh, Kirby Enthusiasm uh, from the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs. You've been called. You, you sound like Jeff Garland from uh, guest hosting at the Cubs baseball games. So yeah. um, apparently there's a lot of Jeff Garlands out there and they all kind of sound like All <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. At any given time, I have multiple levels of Jeff Garland in me <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and they just kind of burst a, out from time to time. With a twist of Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get Seth Rogen. I really get Seth Rogen a lot and I don't. I, 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 can, I can see it. There's a little bit of the timbre. As an audio engineer, I kind of pick these things out. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pretend I know what timbre is. So, The tone, um, the, con- gotcha. the the texture of your voice. But gotcha. nobody okay. ever compares me to anybody. Am I just that good at sounding like myself or what? Yeah, you, I just, you're the only you. I sound like Dave from It's All Good Man, apparently. Yeah, you're the only... Well, you actually sound like Dave from um, Nothing Important Podcast. Yeah, and also, yeah. With a, with a slight twist of, uh, you kind of also sound like Dave from the What's Going Down in Downtown J-Town podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do kind of sound like him a little and bit. And I, I heard a guy do the um, season three finale on uh, A Plumbus Among Us, the Rickest Rick and Morty podcast, too. So you sound like all those guys. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. and Dave, the uh, backup singer from our band. Mm-hmm. Yep, yes. exactly. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that, right. wraps, that wraps up the old iTunes reviews. Uh, we appreciate, uh, Brian, you wrap that up. You're better at that. Yeah, than I no. Am. 
No, it's pretty awesome. Uh, thanks for the iTunes reviews, whether uh, good or bad. Thank you so much for participating. The, uh, we think this is just as ridiculous as you do, but you know, <laughs> we're we're your buddies on the couch, and you know, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, before we before we head off of uh, listener correspondence, though, I definitely want to uh, oh, oh, read. I'm trying this to. Qu- I also want to apologize that uh, Brian usually reads TV time and Facebook mm-hmm. and YouTube. I I don't go to those ever because I'm a terrible podcast host. I handle the iTunes and Twitter stuff and Brian does Twitter, uh, TV time and Facebook and uh, YouTube. So you failed and we have no comments from them. We'll get to that next time. Okay. Well, funny you should mention that because Matt Lavalie from Facebook, (laughs) (laughs) his last name is L-A-V-A-L-L-E-E. That's a lot of double letters on that. Lavalie, Lavalie. Lovely, lovely. It's only, All right, it's Matthew. Only, it's only two sets of double letters, man. No, it's not. It's two A's, two L's, two E's. Oh, two A's. Lovely. Okay, I'll scratch yeah. that. Scratch that. All right, so Matt Lovely has a good question for everybody, and I'd like to see you folks respond to this on Twitter. So who would win in a head-to-head Food Network cook-off, Gus or Chuck? Oh, man, I would love to see that throwdown. Yeah. What's the secret ingredient? Man, I think that matters. Uh, I don't know. Uh, octopus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to actually come up with one, but I think I, my my vote is dependent on the secret ingredient. All right, about as middle road as it could be. I get well, they it. both okay, they, they both they both depend on seafood apparently, but you know, uh, Chuck's more mm-hmm. of a fish, and mm-hmm. Gus is more of a mollusk. Okay. So if the secret ingredient were say lion. Mm, yeah. I would go with Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ground Chuck. All right, fair enough. Well, everybody else, let us know what you think. Uh, Matt Lavalie poses the question, who would win in a head-to-head Food Network cook-off, Gus or Chuck? I look forward to seeing all of your responses on Twitter, Facebook, uh, by email, TV time, however uh, however you want to reach out to us, reach out to us, and uh, we'll read your answers on the next preview with a prior, because fuck, we'll, we'll only have two more to do after this. Right? Right? Getting this is towards the end. We're getting towards the end. 408, which will probably, my prediction, I guess, right off the bat, is it'll be a slower episode, because that's how it always works. You did mention that but, in, in the last uh, Better Call Saul. But let's go ahead, and we're going to, first off, it's called Kushada. C-O-U-S-H-A-T-T-A. Kushada. What is Kushada? No clue. Didn't look it up. But the description is Jimmy goes to great lengths to right a wrong as Kim pulls out all the stops for a case. Mike lets his team blow off steam. Nacho receives a visitor. Matt Lavallee brings up another good point, actually. He says uh, somebody on Reddit, of course, fucking Reddit. Somebody on Reddit suggested that Kim is gearing up to make pick a signs to spark a free Huel rally, making it racial, making it a racial civil rights thing. And I actually Ooh. thought about that. Wow. That was actually the first, especially with the way uh, everything is nowadays. I honestly thought that was where they were going when she made the comment that it's unequal justice. Yeah. Oh man. I didn't put, I not smart enough for that one, which by the way, real quick, uh, I'm not sure where I saw. So if I'm not giving you uh, credit for this, I apologize. Um, somebody pointed out to me that the female lawyer, the prosecutor was actually in a previous case that, uh, Jimmy fucked up for her. 
I like early, thought like she earlier looked in familiar. the series. I thought she yeah, looked familiar, she was, but I didn't notice that. That's my bad. Yeah, one of the things that Jimmy got out on some sort of weird technicality or something like that. I'll, I'll have to track it down. But anyway, she is actually a, re, a returning on, character. Was she in on so, the Chuck hearing? Perhaps. That might be it. She perhaps. Been, I think she was on the I'd bench. have to look at it. Yeah. I, I apologize. I don't have a better... Um, a better memory for exactly what it was and i'll try to i'll try to figure it out for um for either the show proper or for the next preview with a prior but yeah, anyway I'm, th- so, I'm really thinking she was on the bench for the chuck hearing yeah so i mean I, I i don't know i don't know if kim would be that devious though right to do the whole civil rights thing i don't know she's she is a uh she is a uh fighter for truth and justice yeah, I think so. Well, I, th- that- I think I think uh, there's enough of Jimmy has rubbed off on her to go to go that route. Uh, and I guess if it's as described as how they were talking about previous cases with this police officer and similar cases, I guess it probably wouldn't be entirely out of the. It, it wouldn't be a witch hunt. It wouldn't be like a a made up thing. So that's that's pretty interesting because I remember like, what the hell is she gonna do with all that shit? Right. My only my only reason why I can't see that happening is because as I recall it. She had the idea midway through buying all that shit, didn't she? No, she just called Jimmy for dramatic effect in the middle. She had the idea while she was driving, and then she spun the car. Remember, she whipped the shitty on the road and headed. She no, just didn't. I call don't remember him. that, but that was just setting us up. They, she she okay. had the epiphany, turns the car around, and then in the process of buying the stuff, so we can see the stuff, and then she calls because it makes us wonder what she's doing, and then she calls Jimmy to say mm-hmm. what's going on. So now we can put that together. Oh, she's doing it for blah blah blah. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. Jimmy goes to great lengths to right a wrong. I don't know. Right is, is that wrong? My my thought was is to um, make it up to Kim for hiding the the cell phone thing from her. That's possible. That's possible. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's made. Uh, my first thought went to Irene. Um. Oh yeah, that'd be having uh, Gladys die. Then he starts thinking about you know maybe I should kind of make up with the old ladies. It's possible. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think it has to do with Chuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think it has to do with him stealing the figure. So, Mm -hmm. unless he commits some wrong in the episode, then uh, maybe it's the Kim thing. Okay, cool. Mike lets his team blow off steam. Maybe Kai's gonna fuck up after all. No, I say st- <laughs> I say strip club. Well, maybe he takes Kai to a strip club and then you know he gets a little out of hand because he seems like that mm-hmm. guy. So maybe they are gonna keep pushing towards this. Mike has to deal with Kai plot line. Makes a lot of sense there. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, and lastly, Nacho receives a visitor. Nacho will walk into a dark room. <laughs> no, he'll already be sitting there because it's dark. No, he receives the video. So he re- he oh. receives the visitor. So oh. he walks into and then the tables turn. So now he walks into a dark mm-hmm. room where somebody else is waiting for him. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say Tuco. Yes. Okay. So that's exactly where I was thinking is, is that. Tuco is finally out, right? Because this sentence wasn't that long, and they've right. got it. Especially with the time jump, he's got it. Got to be coming up to either his release, or it would be feasible that he would be released on good behavior, right? Well, and he's got to be out. He's got to be out by the start of Breaking Bad. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Um, it's either Tuco or I don't know because they I I don't know if I'd be upset if it was some Breaking Bad character or something. Um, but I'm gonna say it's alluding to somebody we already know. So Tuco, mm-hmm. yeah, I I would also agree Tuco. Not a lot of disagreement there between no. us. Yeah, we yeah. same page today. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm I man. Okay, so as excited as I am about seeing this episode, we've already talked several times there in other situations where how it always goes, the episode before the la- the episode before the episode before last is always the one that kind of drags on a bit. Mhm. But I am interested to see what Nacho is up to, and I I totally agree. I yeah. think I think Tuco Tuco will probably make a reappearance, so that'll that'll be great. Uh, next week, that'll be the big one. That'll be the big usually, guy. except for I yeah, mean, because, season three, you can't really top that last episode, or can you? Mm-hmm. But yeah, in most other cases, nine, the penultimate, is the, right, the good one, and sets, then ten sets up season four or seal set up season five. Yeah, yeah. So, awesome. Well, pretty excited about um, episode four hundred eight. I, 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 man, I don't know. I now I'm kind of intrigued by the whole civil rights thing. That that should be interesting to see how that plays out too. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. timely. Awesome. It's topical, and yeah, totally timely and topical. Totally. And we and we know that Huel does get out and participates in Breaking Bad, right? Mm-hmm. Timely and topical, like an ointment for clocks. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. You apply it with your hands. (laughs) (laughs) It only takes a second, (laughs) (laughs) and you put and you use it on your face. (laughs) (laughs) All right. <sighs> Clock puns. <laughs> All right, it's getting late, ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait to see what you guys think about episode 408. I'm actually going to watch it tomorrow night, and then uh, Dave and I will get it together and record for you. Hopefully, we won't be late this week. And it turns out that this season, up until about a week ago, we forgot we actually did have a closing for Preview with a Prior. Right. Yeah, I went back and listened to some old episodes. <laughs> yeah, how, how, did, how did it get set up? Uh, you would wrap it up, and then uh, you'd say yeah, something so it's, about it's wrapped. Then you say something about tune in, blah blah blah. Wrap mm-hmm. it up. Uh, we'll see, and then something, and then you, the last line is if we were, if it were posted any faster, we'd be live. Oh yeah. All right, so there you go. Wrap it up, blah blah blah. And last line: if it was posted any faster, we'd be live. <laughs> That's all we're gonna end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like. <it. laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Don't go, 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 don't go,